We are back. Come on. How are we doing, mate? I feel like I haven't spoken to you. It's been ages, isn't it? It's been... We've texted here and there, but... I want to say it's a month. Or like three weeks. Yeah, that's mad. Also, apologies to every, anyone listening. I'm going to be in jerk chicken throughout this podcast because today is tight, but here's what it is. Got to get gains. It is what it is, sir. What's going on with you, bro? Nothing much, mate. Um, yeah. actually, that's a lie. Much. Um, come on. I've just been getting back. Well, getting back into routine of things with, um, the start of the start of this kind of like second cut. Um, mm-hmm. and then picking up some clients here and there, work and stuff. Just you know, getting on with the ropes and just getting back into things. What about you, mate? Yeah, same, bro. Literally, um, just been cracking away with work. Mm-hmm. Um, training, just the usual to be honest, bro. Just the usual, mate. Good you say start. you're going to Vegas. I am. Mad. With the family or with the boys? I wish, I wish I could go with the boys. That's been right. a bit. That's a, a discredit to the family. Um, <laughs> I'm, guessed, I'm guessed either way. Um, but yeah, no, for the old man's sixtieth. Oh, no way. So, I wanted to, like, I fell off. I fell off a little bit with just, like, motivation because I lost 10 kilos initially. And, like, I'm happy with how I look, but I don't know. I just kind of, the main reason I, I wanted to have this this topic about kind of, like, balancing fitness and life is because this kind of last... I want to say, like, last kind of three months, it's been on my mind. But, mm. like, this last month, like, I just kind of had, like, an epiphany moment where I was, like, when am I actually going to be happy? Like, where, when, when is all of this going to be enough? Yeah. Like, I really sat there and thought to myself, like, what, what do I want out of this? And I thought, am I going to be happy where I stand on stage and I've absolutely, like, you know, dieted down and fucking put my mole in. And then someone says, first place, is that what's going to make me happy? Am I going to be happy, you know, when I lift a shit ton of weight? Am I going to be happy when, you know, I get the, the end physique? But, like, anyone yeah. who, who's done this game knows there isn't really an end physique. No. Um, and I just kind of, like, took a step back. And I was just like, I'm putting so much pressure on myself to, you know, work towards something that you know i might not even reach and yeah. for me to you know put my value of myself as like an end goal and like that's that's when i went happiness it, it just kind of like opened my eyes a bit and i was just like i don't want to live i don't want to live my life like that you know because no. as, as morbid as morbid as some people may take it like i i could i could walk walk outside i, I could drive to the gym later on today I could die in a car crash, and what? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not happy because I never, I never achieved X, Y, and Z. Um, mm. Like I, I just, I, I think a lot of it has been, you know, there's, there's things here and there, but like, yeah, it just kind of out of nowhere just kind of hit me, and I was just like, it, it really threw me off because I think like for the longest time yeah. I've identified as, you know, being a bodybuilder, like that is just yeah. my mentality. And yeah. recently, I feel like I've neglected. Well, not even recently. I feel like 
the last two years in pursuit of that has caused me to neglect other aspects of my life. Um, mm-hmm. And there's some other people on Instagram, you know, I've talked to who have gone through a very similar thing. Um, shout yes. out probably if, uh, if he's listening. Um, but he said a similar thing. Like he, he was obsessed with bodybuilding, competed, and he literally came off stage and he was like, I'm never doing this again. And he won. He won. Yeah. He won his show. Like, yeah. he was bad. And he was just like, I'm never doing this again. Um, and I'm not going to say I'm never going to compete, but like, I, like I just, for the moment, it's not even on my mind. I'm just trying to kind mm. of, I want to, I want to have a healthier relationship with fitness. And that's kind of what I want this kind of episode to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, anything to say on that, mate? Or... I think it's really refreshing to hear, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um I also say I think it's very, very easily done. Um, oh. Like, it really, really is. And I think <clears throat> I had a moment recently, maybe eight weeks ago, where I so I can ha- happily say I've never wanted to be a bodybuilder. Mm. I would never, ever step on stage mm. and that just does not interest me whatsoever. But every day I'd go onto my Instagram feed and what was the only thing that I was seeing? Bodybuilders. And I was like, what am I doing? Like I'm following so many bodybuilders who don't align with what, like, listen, I really, like really respect them. And if they want to take that route, be my guest. And I hope it works really well for you. Mm -hmm. But, I train and I want to look good for different reasons. So for me, I don't want to just have a good body just to look good on stage to be judged against 30 other blokes. Mm. I want to have a good body because it means that I'm probably going to be quite healthy. Like basically my motto for exercise was obviously I got into it for the mental health reasons. Hmm. But for me now, it's on a daily basis. Why don't I work towards looking good, feeling good and moving good? And if I can focus on them three, that will correlate for me being happier, healthier, stronger, but also have more mental clarity. So I now link them both heavily together. Well, like I have the whole time. But for me, it's like, if you ask me if I want to go and train push tomorrow, and we were benching, I want to be strong for bench. I'll bench 100 kilo, easy. But if you also, later on in the day, ask me if I want to go and run a 5K, I can run a 5K and it not take me an hour to do because I'm so unfit. So for Mm. me, fitness is a lifestyle and it's not a very, very restrictive lifestyle where Mm. the only reason you train is to just look good. I want to have a bit more of a uh, kind of create a bigger purpose beyond that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I really, really do respect bodybuilders and everyone is going to have their thing within fitness. And ultimately, I don't give a shit what it is. As long as you are using the gym and you're reaping the benefits of what fitness can do for you, I'm happy with whatever you do. And that's the truth of it. I really, really respect bodybuilders and how diligent they can be. Do I think that it's healthy? That's a whole different, complete, 
different conversation. And even some bodybuilders will tell you that themselves. Like I openly say it, it's not. Like, but either side, it's not. Like, and I was, yeah. ha- I was having this conversation with my mate the other day because he's can he's getting um he's competing at the moment. Um, yeah, you were saying how like you know, it's it's hard to say which ones you know which one's more damaging if you do natural or enhanced. But like, yeah. even as a natural athlete, I think a lot of people don't understand this. You are literally starving yourself to the point where your hormones shut down. Like it's fucked. Yeah. And like... To the point, this might sound really full mm, on. Mm. You can't even get your... You can't even get hard on. Yeah, no. Like literally, you can't... You, you, you have no sex drive. You have none of this. And this isn't me. I don't want this to come across as me slating bodybuilding because it's really not. No, like, no, no. That's what... Yeah. Yeah, because I fucking love bodybuilding and some of my closest mates I've met through bodybuilding. Um, yeah. Like, what, what Cam's touched on there with, like, saying, you know, like, just just about, like, going going and meeting up for sessions. I found myself, like, recently, like, I my mindset had got so bad to the point where, like, if someone said that, oh, do you want to meet up for a session? I would, I would literally say no because I didn't want to go off of my plan for one thing. Yeah. Like, one thing, like... <laughs> I would literally stand around at the gym, wait 45 minutes for one piece of kit when there's another piece of kit I could easily use. Like, yeah, I know, I know, you know, bodybuilding, there there is factors you need to track. But I think with me, I started to recognize these patterns where everything had to be like this exact thing. Like it had to be to the absolute T. And like, I just noticed all these unhealthy behaviors coming out. And like, I think... I, I said I think I said it perfectly on my post where I, I I said fitness should benefit your life and it should it should not take away impact, impact it in a positive way and it should not not yeah. negatively affect it and that's what it was doing because yeah. I would find every yeah, week I'd and Max would even back this up like I could, I remember one week I was so fucking pissed off with myself I had a hundred percent on my meal plan hundred percent on everything like eight hours sleep all my cardio everything done. And I was pissed off at myself because I had like two meal deals in a week. And they weren't even they weren't even bad meal deals. It was like a chicken salad sandwich. But I was like, oh, it isn't on the plan. And I just I I said I I think I said when I first started with Max, I didn't want to like do all this thing, these things where um I found myself going down <clears throat> like the same path as I was, like, mm. you know um binge eating all this kind of stuff and i started to see this stuff come back up and i was thinking why is this occurring like it's not the coach yeah. it's it's something within me and i just realized that like i'm i'm refining myself so much that as soon as i give myself one little bit of freedom my body's like fucking take it like you've got yeah. this, you've got this runway right now where you know you've done something bad and then in my head it would be like well you've got a little bit of plan here. You might as well, you know, you might as well. Yeah, you, might as well you know what I mean? You, you might as well um, just go with a full way. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want this to be like a, a whole podcast that's about me like moaning about stuff, but like, no, it's not I, I, I think the biggest, like the biggest thing for me, which I put like two and two together is like, from when I was young, I was, I was a fat kid and I think, mm. and I was bullied heavily for it, but I think, from from young i've heavily associated like you know um like body image like good body image with like you you have a good life and everything's you know everything yeah. is just like respected and everyone looks up to that and all this kind of stuff and i realized that you know i'm doing all this stuff to get me this but at the end of the day like i'm not happy like i'm 
yeah, I, I might look good, but like I'm not happy in day to day life, and like yeah. it's just a it's, it's a subject I want to talk to like talk about today, just because the the majority of my interaction on Instagram, believe it or not, isn't through fitness. It's through whenever I talk about like mental health, which really weirded yeah. me out. Um, like when I when I put that initial post up, I think I had like twenty comments. I I, I think I had like 15, 20 people message me in the in the DMs. Um, yeah. And it's just like from people I didn't even think, and it and like that mm. like screams out to me like, and I've said this with other people. I just think there's this, I think there's this stigma not only just within bodybuilding but within fitness that like, especially e- even as a coach, like I'm sure you'll know this firsthand. Like yeah. you, I I think a lot of people find it really hard to be completely honest because you you think oh one it's my business and you want mm. everyone to up to you to be like this this kind of pivotal leader. Um, but two, you're like the industry is, you know, just for that, you know, it, it, at the end of the day is who, who can be the most optimal, who can live their lifestyle the best, who can get the most work done in a day. And I really like, we need to start like putting out stuff and like talking about this more because like, you know, statistics are only going up. They aren't going down. Like mental men's mental health has only got worse over time. And it's like something, I know Mm. for us, it's something that like really matters Um, and it's something that's like deep in our hearts and like i just feel like if we can spread a good message about that and get more of that in the industry and get more people talking about it it's just a good thing to you know bring up i think also as well right i think something that we will both see with clients no matter how long they've been at the gym whenever you get somebody who starts with you everyone wants to take it to such extremes straight Mm. away yeah. You have people who have never been in the gym before. They go, oh, I'd like to do six days a week. I want to eat this amount of calories. I want to do this. I want to do that. And you're like, "What? where is this perception coming from? Mm. Why can't you train two to three times a week, go out on the weekend, enjoy yourself, and not have such an extreme goal? I mm. think people need to realize that just because you – go to the gym and you like to lead a healthy lifestyle doesn't mean there has to be a strict end goal at the end of that. Like you can go to the gym three times a week, do three full body sessions, get a little sweat on at the end of them, go out on the weekend, have a glass of wine, have some pizza, enjoy your life with your friends and repeat that cycle. Mm. Like that is ultimately fitness is there to reward us. Like you say, like this is to give it's to give back to us. It's not to take away from us. And I feel like people just want to go to the absolute extremes and everyone's so focused on doing stuff so down to the T and perfectly. And But if you're not nailing all the other factors, that 1% genuinely doesn't matter. And I see Jackson, Pios and Brightman talk about this and it's like, it's all good trying to have the most optimal split and everything like this, but are you somebody who needs every single factor to go into that? Like, are you, Jackson Pios said it, like, the 1% matter, okay, cool, they're good, but are you just an average gym goer who doesn't really need the 1%? Mm. Or are you a world champion that needs them 1% to take yourself to a whole new level? Mm. Most people who we coach 
don't need that level of in-depth, in-depth, in-depth. Listen, it's great that we have the knowledge to do that. Yeah. And you can utilize some of them tools, but trying to get everything absolutely perfect down to the T on every single little thing, nutrition, training, steps, whatever it is, is only going to lead to fucking disaster for some people. I think it's hard and like, you know, especially like something I want to want to explore, explore um, on YouTube is like, and I've said this um, to quite a few people is like, it, it's it's hard because fitness is like a, it's a form of self-improvement, right? But <clears throat> it's, 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 it's finding the balance between, I think you said it, said it right where like, it should just be, it should be something that complements your life and it's, it's something yeah. like happiness, but like, it's, it's hard because a lot of people like, are just competitive and they want to be the best mm. version of themselves um and like it is addicting once you start it seeing is. progress and you know all this kind of stuff and you think like oh i can go harder and i want to mm. go harder but i just i just it's it is it's it's like the mental the mental side of things where you know you're putting so you're you're being so hard on yourself and then you you kind of need like a reality check like Matt, like i when i initially messaged max this he was just like mate i totally agree he was just like why are you being so hard on yourself like you're not going for mr olympia like i don't even want to like <laughs> you know what i mean like why do yeah. i care why do i why do i get pissed off if one yeah. rep, one of my reps is down like and 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 like everything else could be fine like yeah. everything like everything could be nailed and i could get like literally get to a point where my whole day is ruined due to that yeah. kind of stuff and it's like that one small thing mm, it's it's and, and it's fucked and it's so crazy. and it's, it's it's like the same it's like the same group of people that kind of fall under that category of like um you know being like being obsessed with self-improvement where like and i've i've been in this, this exact bracket where it's like i need to have a cold shower i need to meditate i need to like journal <laughs> in the day to bit to like tell myself i've had a good day and like everything could have gone perfectly but if i haven't done those three things you're a failure for the day yeah it, yeah and it's i don't know how to do it because i i do understand it i understand like how the mind works in the in that yes. way where like you you set yourself a challenge to do these things and you're like, you can't say to yourself, oh, I can't not be pissed off because I've set myself a challenge. But at the same time, it's like you need to find balance where like re realistically for your day to day. Right. Is a cold shower going to change your life? No. But like, I think I think it's finding, you know, habits which one positively impact your life Two, there's meaning behind it. And this is yeah. so, so big. Because yeah. what what is the reason you're doing this? Like realistically, is a cold shower going to benefit like a businessman who's working like a, a, a uptown doing this like stressful thing? Is there a genuine reason why he's doing it, or is it yeah. just because you know this? You know, Andrew Huberman said, you know, oh, it's pretty good to do first thing. Like, yeah. is it actually bringing anything to your life? Like, yeah, it's cool to hear all these health benefits, but are you actually feeling the the, the reward of that? Or yeah. you waking up every single day thinking first thing, fuck, I don't want to go get showered right now. I'm going to stay in bed for two more minutes. Do you know what I mean? And that will then lead on, and it sounds really mad to say, but you will then start to dread waking up in the morning. Yeah, exactly. You no, know you've got a cold shower. Mm. And it sounds mad to say, but you'll be, you're, I bet you're, um, Mo Gowadat said it on Stephen Bartlett's podcast that every night before you go to bed, you should go to bed feeling how you want to wake up 
So mm. he watches his favourite comedian every night before he goes to bed, which makes him laugh. So he goes to bed happy. Mm. And then when he wakes up, all he can remember from the night before is that he fell asleep just after he'd laughed. So if you go to bed filled with dread because, oh, flip, I've got to do a cold shower tomorrow morning, mm. you're going to wake up like, oh, cold shower. And then before you even know it, you've set the tone for your day. And all right, cool, you might feel good for two minutes when you get out of it. But for the rest of the day, then you're thinking, Shit. Oh, fuck, I've got to do it tomorrow now. <laughs> I've got to do it tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, and it, and cool. It, it is hard because, like, you do want to build up, like, positive positive habits and all that. But, like, yeah. it's, like, it's drawing the line between, you know, self, like, and this is what I really want to try and do with the, the content that I'm bringing out is, like, drawing the line between self-improvement and just living life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I feel like there's... There's so much like small things which like a, a lot of people I think hyper like focus too much on where you could do like one thing like differently in your day and it, it could have a massive impact. Like just being present in a moment mm -hmm. and actually enjoying that moment for what it is. And like when I saw your post the other day, like you, you it was perfectly summarized. It was like you going on a walk and just leaving your phone there and just like being with Leanne and enjoying her time that she's there and you can just have a conversation and you can just enjoy that time alone yeah. together. And I definitely think like a huge part of this is people not feeling good enough. Like yeah. that's it. that is literally the reason you are self-improving. And that's, that's a lot yeah. of the, reason. that's the reason I got into the gym. That's the reason yeah. I think a lot of people get into fitness is, you know, yeah. you, you, you grow up either your belief for how you look or, you know, you, you feel like you don't have a control of certain things in your life. I started bodybuilding so I could have, you know, control within, you know, day-to-day -day things. I felt lost at the time. I hated my job. I turned up yeah. every single day. I hated it, but I knew yeah. at the end of the day, I could control my macros. I could go to the gym, give it my all. And I knew that that yeah. was going to be a positive impact from that. But yeah. I'm I'm not in that position anymore. But I mm. still hold on to that mount that mindset. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like being aware of how your your mentality operates at one point in time and you know, not being aware that maybe three years, three years down the line, you're still operating that exact same way, but the circumstances don't you know facilitate the reasoning for yeah. that like the the, the self-awareness and all this kind of stuff i just think is like some people some people don't even realize they're doing it and i don't think right. i genuinely when when like this clicked in my head the other week i was like holy fucking shit like I, i'm sorry for swearing but like you were doing it for was, so long i was like holy fucking shit i'm doing this and i'm being so hard on myself because i'm literally just i'm still in that mindset from when yeah. i was a kid you know when i hated yeah. how i looked um, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why it's so important to be present with how you feel and so many people nowadays like the first thing that people do when they don't feel okay and they don't want to um, admit that and they don't want to face that mm -hmm. people our age will go to the pub every night do a ton of cocaine fucking yeah, like literally everything mm -hmm. to mask that but what they don't realize is that the, the the further you run away from something, the further you have to run back because one day it's going to slap you in the face. And that's what I realized growing up. I never wanted to 
come to terms with how I was feeling because of my anxiousness from literally a toddler my whole life as soon as I've been conscious from five six seven even before that there's actions before I even knew I was an anxious kid there was traits that I had and it took me until I was maybe 20 years old 18 years old to realize why I act how I act and instead of doing what I'd done the whole of my life and trying to stay busy and do this and do that I said you know what you'd stay instead of me, let me try and do something different how about I try and actually deal with how I'm feeling why don't I try and research how I'm feeling and ways that I can get over it and why don't I educate myself I started reading books about how to make myself feel better and not so down and um not have so much self-doubt and not be so hard on myself and negative to myself. Like, But so many people just cannot fathom the fact that sometimes they aren't going to be okay. Hmm. And it's completely normal. No one is ever 100%. We go through peaks and we go through troughs. And yes, there might be more troughs than there is peaks, but then troughs will get lower and lower and lower the more that you run away from how you actually feel. Hmm. And that is why people become so addicted to these things because it masks reality and if you're not willing to face reality and how you actually feel it's a downwards downwards slope mate genuinely the best thing you can do and it's hard it genuinely is hard and it's heartbreaking but you have to look in the mirror and you have to go where does this all come from Mm. because as soon as you find the root them stairs you can start building and building and building and believe it or not, once you've started to build them stairs, you learn how to cope with these things better. When I start falling into a negative mindset again and start being uh, cruel to myself or not so nice, I can now switch it straight away and go, that's not the real Cameron talking. So, okay, cool. You might not be able to block that out right now and you're going to have to deal with them thoughts and it's not going to feel nice. But as long as you appreciate the fact that you understand that's not you saying that, then you're good. Mm. And before you know it, you'll come around again. That's why now, when I fall into these traps, I'm never, ever in them for long because I've spent years, literally five, six, seven years now, just trying to come to fathom with how I feel and understanding that, okay, yes, I am different. I am different, but that's okay. So let me understand myself. I'm not going to try and fit in with everybody else. I'm going to talk about how I feel. I'm going to talk when I'm down. I'm going to tell people where I'm stressed. I'm going to talk to my friends when I don't feel great. I'm going to talk to Leanne. I'm going to speak to my parents. Whereas before it would be, oh shit, I feel down. Let me just go and ask my mate if he wants to go and play football. And okay, cool, that helps. But it is mad how 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 much yeah. speaking to someone like genuinely helps, and I know I know that's like the most fucking corny corny line ever, but like, no, it's true. Someone though. who genuinely cares about you, and sometimes you know, like like Cameron said, you know, people use substances to you know not even face it because for like it's a very painful thing to you know experience yeah. things. No one knows what you've gone through for your life, and like a lot yeah. of the reason. You, you don't want to face that trauma is because you've suppressed it. And, you know, yeah. facing that trauma is, you know, it's, it's a very hard thing to do. But, like, if you think about it, like, you know, walking down the street and, you, you know, you're, you've are you got to take a new path. The first time you walk that path, you have no idea, you know, where you're going. But sometimes yeah. 
sometimes you know you need someone to guide you down that path you know hold your yeah. hand along the way and show you where you're going and eventually mm. all times you go down that path you think yeah i've been down here before and i had to you know calculate i know how to go down this the, the right way but you know if yeah. you're doing that and instead of walking down the path you know you, you keep walking along that same road with you know the rain cloud overhead mm. you know you're just going to continue to get wet and still feel shit so you know yeah. And that's the that's genuinely the truth of it. And I think sometimes it comes down to and this is gonna sound quite harsh, but I had to go through it. And I think everyone will have to go through it at some point. Yeah. And it's a hard, hard pill to swallow. But you are fully responsible for how you feel. Yeah. And for me, it was always like, I'm gonna blame it on this, I'm gonna blame it on that, I'm gonna blame it on this. But actually. These things keep repeating because I hadn't fixed the problem myself. I was literally 17. I'd, um, my ankle went again for like the sixth time in the football season. I was playing full-time football. I'd finished my college work and I decided to, my football career was going, not career because I wasn't a professional, but I was trying to go pro and it was going well. It was promising. I had good feedback. And I did my ankle for the last time and I said, fuck this. And that was the worst thing I ever did because my life went significantly downhill from there. Yeah. I was 17. I was at home every single day, not working. I'd get dominoes five times a week. I put on tons and tons of weight. And every day I'd wake up and I'd be like, what is the fucking point? Like, was genuinely, that your coping mechanism for eating food and just getting comfort out of that? Um... You know what? I don't even think it was that. I think it was just like, oh, I'm bored, so I'll just eat. So like, it wasn't yeah. making me feel better. Like, mm. I knew I felt shit, but it was for me. It was like, oh, at well, least you had something to look forward to. Like, yeah, Yo, you you got a nice. Do you, not, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't even walk. My ankle was busted. Mm. So, and then even as my ankle was getting better, I was still laying in bed all day, literally doing nothing, feeling sorry for myself, and it got to the point I would like. The only thing I'd do is I'd drive down to David Lloyd and I'd sit in the spa or sit on a hotbed for two hours and still scroll on Instagram and do nothing. And then I was like, mate, I genuinely can't live like this. Like, I am doing nothing with my life. I've gone from being somebody who was, I'm not being funny, I was quite naturally gifted. Like, I could play majority of the sports at school. I never got bullied. I never had any problems like that. The only thing I had growing up was my anxiousness which I dealt with and all right it wasn't nice but other than that I was so blessed I had I was born into a brilliant family very loving family done well for themselves like I had nothing I had no reason for me to feel exactly how I felt or I just I used to call myself a bum like I was just a bum hmm. um and then I was doing jack shit with my life so it just comes to me one day I was like I am so, so low. And it just felt like uh, my life was never, ever going to get better. And I was like, shit. I was like, is this literally going to be my life? Had a conversation with my mum. And I literally, that day, I went and bought the Law of Attraction boot uh, book, Asking You Will Receive, I think. I've got it here. I've seen the other one. Asking You Will Receive, Asking You Will Get, something like that. I read that and I realized that a lot of how I was feeling was self-inflicted. And if I maybe changed my thoughts and changed how I thought about things, my life would get better. So 
even though it was very tough, I try, I started some better habits. So every time I thought of a negative thought, I tried to think of three positive ones. Negative Before I knew it. And your mind's a lot longer than positive thoughts. Just yeah, literally. So every time I thought of a negative thought, I thought of three positive ones. And it could be stuff, some, and the book taught me it can be anything. So if I was sitting at David Lloyd and I felt a negative thought come on, I'd look at the water and I'd be like, oh, I love how blue the water is today. Or I love how the sun is shining today. Or if it was raining, I'd be like, oh, I appreciate that it's raining because the flowers outside are going to get watered and all of this. And it was like, that's what that book taught me is that you can take gratitude and you can take joy from anything in your life. I'm resting my phone on uh, a box of medicine here. And it could be simple as I really like the design of that. But if someone had a nice pair of shoes on, you go, oh, wow, I really like them shoes. And these positive thoughts really do catch on in your head because from then you don't need anything extravagant. I don't need to go and spend a thousand pounds on a Moncler coat to make me happy for two minutes. It's actually like a nature as well. Like you you reprogram your brain instead of thinking of, you know, negative actions. It starts thinking about positives instead of, you know, first thing is, oh, it's a shit, you know. Bro, honestly, I became so positive. I think it pissed people off. Like, because <laughs> any situation like, even now, it sounds really weird to say. I was at golf the other day, and I literally I flumped a shot, and it went maybe a yard in front of me. But my first thought in my head was, "Oh, well, I'm still closer to the hole." Most people will be like, "Fuck it, fuck it." I was like, "Well, at least I'm closer to the hole. Like I've moved forward and things like." That. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it is always your perception on things. Like one hundred percent. Like. And with what you said about like, you know, you were you were depressed where like you weren't doing anything. Um I I think like I, I can relate to that a lot with, you know, just l- the lowest I've ever been has always been like you just do nothing. Like yeah. you and I think a a common result of that is that's all you're thinking about is mm-hmm. you're doing nothing and you're left alone with your thoughts. And I I was thinking about this the other day, and this is the this is a genuine reason I've I've taken up meditation again. And when yeah. I say meditation, I don't mean breath work. I mean I'm literally sitting in a room for ten minutes with nothing, no music, yeah. nothing, and I'm just letting my thoughts come and go so I can get yeah. used to it. Because think uh, the the reason I started doing this is because one day I I I I think it was like a Monday I woke up. I did my normal thing, but I realized like it had gotten to like two, three o'clock throughout the day. And I thought, fuck me, I have been stimulated all day. Like I woke up, listened to a podcast, went for a walk, watched YouTube, eating food, having YouTube. Like there's constant simulation. <laughs> Soon as I was alone with my thoughts and I was just sitting there, I was just like, they're negative. Why, why am I thinking like this? What is going on? And yeah. you, if you're not used to, you know, your thoughts and separating yourself from your thoughts and understanding that, you know, everything you think isn't your reality. Yeah. You start to believe what's going on in your head and you let that impact you to a certain point. If you're not used to that, you have no control over that. And I think that's yeah. a massive thing. So that's what, that's coming back to my point earlier where I said, you know, if you have these habits, make sure you actually have them for a reason. Because if you know you have them for a reason and you value them, the chances are that, yeah, you are going to do them more, you know, mm. Rather than oh I, I'm dreading a cold shower I don't want to do it but I'm going to do it because every single fitness influencer does it, yeah. um, you know. Yes, and I just think like 
yeah, I think we're always responsible for how we're feeling, and and even if it's some if it's somebody else has made us feel shit, hmm. I still think we have a duty to pick ourselves up, and whether that be if someone pissed you off and you felt lifted by talking to me, that's a conversation you need to have. Hmm. That's a, like genuinely, that's a conversation you need to have, and. I had a conversation with a client earlier who's quite frankly, she's just down in the dumps at the moment, but for no real reason. And mm. I said to her, I said, you are ahead of most people because you can understand that you don't understand where the source is coming from, but you understand that you don't feel great and you're willing to talk to people about it. For me, and I think for every many other people, when they start to feel like that and they don't understand why, they shut their books and become very quiet and very in their shell, but what they don't realize is that you've shut that problem in that shell with you. Mm. So now all it is, is just you and the problem. Whereas actually, why don't you let me in the shell and we'll have some good times together. We'll have a laugh, but we'll also talk about how you're feeling. We spoke for maybe 25 minutes. How's this going? You work all right. Oh no. Works really hard at the moment. Oh, you had an argument with your boyfriend and then you're, your granddad's not well and you find these sources just from a conversation but sometimes you need other people to start a conversation for you because you can't answer the questions yourself mm. like i might ask you questions is everything all right like how's your training going you might go it's really shit and then you go there's why i'm stressed because i'm putting too much pressure on myself there or oh, i lost three clients this month that's 500 pound i've lost and you go oh i didn't think about that because as humans, naturally, we just adapt. Like if I lost all of my earnings today, what would what's the first thing I'd do? I'd probably look to build them back up. I don't even have a time to even think about what I've just, what's just happened. Whereas if you ask me, how are you? And I go, oh, I'm really stressed. But And you go, oh, why? What's happened? I go, oh, I've lost all my earnings. And then you start asking me questions. I then go, oh, shit. Like, I haven't even dealt with this. Hmm. So I just think we're always responsible but don't feel like you have to keep that to yourself she was like i don't want to talk to anybody because i don't want to be anyone's problem i don't want to be anyone's burden and somebody said this to me before and it, yeah but this is do you know what every time i've ever said this response to somebody before they've never ever said it again hmm. if if Wait, let me try and word this right. If you said to me that you felt like a burden anytime you talked to me about your problems, and if anybody ever says this to you, you have to say this to them. I would say to you, when I talk to you about my problems, do you think I'm a burden? And you'll say no, probably, because you don't believe that. So then I go, so what makes you think I'm going to feel like that by you talking to me? And her face lit up and she was like, oh, shit, I've never thought about that. And somebody said that to me before and I was like, oh my God, like this actually is stuck with me forever. So anytime you talk to me about your problems and when you don't feel great, I never ever think you're a burden and I never ever think you're a problem. I think people just... need to realise as well, like human connection and just being able to like have someone else hear you out. Like it, it's just, it's in our nature. Like we, we come from tribes and like, I, just, I don't want to get like all Joe Rogany and shit, but like yeah. there is, there is so much value in having someone else's, you know, like someone else's opinion, because like 
you, you may be so stuck in a certain way due to you know your upbringing, who you're surrounded with, and it, mm. just have someone else who isn't in that exact situation and be able to give yeah. you their input. Maybe you haven't heard you know that kind of side of before. It it, yeah. it can be you know the thing you need in that situation. Yeah, but it, and human connection and presence is is just next level. Like it's something that we you just need it because when you've got you that, take it for, for granted for, for with social 100%. media like i think like and I, i've realized like i i'm definitely guilty of, i think everyone's guilty of doing it you know you don't meet up with your friends as much because you know you can you, you can call them or you know you you message them instead or you know like if you think about like you know before before the times of social media and that like how common it would have been just to to meet up with your friends like here and there and like it's so much easier to kind of suppress those things and like it's so easy to assume someone's feeling a certain way just because they portray it on social media yeah i think that's also another another massive thing is like i like i've talked about it before and i'm sure you're the same it's just like comparison comparison is definitely like and especially for people starting off their fitness journeys, I think this is why, you know, you you touched on the fact that like a lot of people always want to go 100% is because that's all they see on social media. Yeah. No one's no one's ever going to say, no one's ever going to brag about doing it less than someone else. It's always, yeah. either, I'm doing five, I split five days a week. Oh, I'm doing my cardio today. I'm doing all this. And like this with content and this kind of stuff and this is why I, I i really want to be more transparent about and i still struggle with it like i still find it i'm i'm like i'm i'll be honest right now i'm not having the best day today and i still find it really hard to talk about it but like yeah the more you do it the more kind of second nature it it, it becomes and you know it, it just is so important to kind of voice that if you are struggling um, yeah. and for anyone listening to the podcast if you are you know struggling with you know mental health obviously we're not therapist but please do you know you know samaritans you know seek help like see a therapist if you feel that way if you feel like you're genuinely in a space where you don't feel comfortable speaking to anyone around you there is places you can go to get that help always is going to be someone who's going to be wanting to listen to you yeah there's companies as well where you can text them and it's fully anonymous Mm. and there's just there's a there's a registered therapist on the um on the other line and they will just hear you out and you just text them and you speak and things is like that. Is that better like, help? Is it better help? They probably do it as well. Time. It's when they add add they uh plug it on pods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um there's another <laughs> <company. laughs> There's another company that I um that I follow on Instagram that do that as well. Like if you want it anonymous, um you can you can text anonymous um but i'll I'll happily admit that like comparison is a real thing and luckily when i was going through that at 17 18 i that was something that i was really that i got really good at not doing Hmm. and now i don't compare myself to anybody because i truly believe there's enough for everybody there's enough people on this world that need help for you to be fully booked, for me to be fully booked, to everyone I know that's a PT to be fully booked. So whenever somebody gets a new client, I'm happy for you, man. I'm mm. really, really happy for you. But that doesn't mean sometimes I see um coaches who I and I just and I see them taking on X amount of people a week and I'm like, 
fuck, why is that not me? But then I'm yeah. all, I, snap my, I snap myself out of it straight away and I go, they could be lying about that. And, and it, I hope could, they're not. It could, it, you could have had a class week as well. Like I, I, I literally yeah. had... I had two people, um, two people register for coaching last week, and they joined, and I was so gassed with that. And then, like literally, like you said, I saw someone I think who said they had like, you know, like a ridiculous number of signups, like ten signups in a day or something. And I was like, oh, yeah. well, it could be better. Do you know what I mean? Like it's and always, just think, like, it's always there's, there's something more I can be doing, and it's yeah. like learning to have appreciate pr- appreciation for where you're at. You know, yeah. there's always there is whatever you do in life, there's always going to be someone who's better. There's always going to be someone who's working harder. There's always going to be someone who's doing it more effectively. There's always going to be someone who's richer. If you're constantly chasing that, you're never yeah. going to live your life. And, and and I promise you, when you reach that, even at that point, that is not going to be the answer to all your problems. No. And should I tell you something as well, yeah? Do you know how I see it? How do you see it, mate? Because, so I, I'm being hella vulnerable today. Um, no, this is good. This is what we want. Okay, this cool. Is, this so, is a good pod. I've never told anybody this, but anything I've ever, ever done, hmm. I almost have to be the best at it. Hmm. Um, And there's something that I really, really struggle with. Like, hmm. really, really struggle with. But a way that I put it now is that I will not compare myself to anybody because I am me. There's only one me, which means that in my form, I am the best at everything that I can do. Hmm. And there's room for improvement, but because I'm not comparing to anybody, technically I am the best. And it doesn't matter if I'm not fully there yet. I am exactly where I need to be right now. And okay, I'm going to get better and better at everything I do. But I have, like when I started playing golf, I was like, oh, this is a really good hobby because for the first time ever, I've started a sport and I don't want to be the best in the fucking world at it. But even now, I'm looking at golf memberships. I want to practice five times a week and all this. So like, it, I've just got a really competitive mindset, but only for myself. Mm. Like, It's not like I want to be better because I want to be better than you. But for me, I just want to be you, like... You want to, you want to be the most effective and best version of yourself you can be. With every single thing I do. And that's not me comparing against anybody else, but it's me kind of comparing to who I am right now. Yeah. Like... Because like, in your in your like without without you you saying it in a way, you're 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 not worthy until you're that person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you're yeah, constantly, but I, you constantly want to be that best version. Why like why yeah. can't you be happy with you now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if, what, if, I, if you were I, to like God forbid, but if you were to die tomorrow, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So what? You're not happy with yourself, and that's, but this is the thing as well. I think I would be happy because I've actually I spent majority of my life hiding from who i actually am mm. but the past six years i've actually gone do you know what i'm cameron i'm fucking sensitive i care a lot for people i'll do anything for anybody any time of the day i will help more people than i'll help myself mm. and if you don't like that you can fuck off and that's that's i spent my whole life trying to be somebody who was heartless and not give a shit but it never worked but now I show myself fully. And if you think that, so be it. But yeah. I know I'm being authentic to who I am. And I know for a fact, no matter who you meet on this world, you won't find anybody with a heart as big as mine. And I can happily say that now. Like, And I'll confidently say that. Whereas before I was like, I'll oh, just sound like a softie. But now oh, I'm like, actually... Because he has a massive heart. 
needed a load of steroids. Oi, <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you see what? Do you follow George Osborne? I'm not going to lie. I stopped following him after he started doing steroids. And then I know there was like a whole drama with him coming off it. And I, what happened? Um, somebody from that physique gym in Hemel Hempstead had a uh, died of a heart attack yesterday. Yeah. He's very young as well. Yeah. yeah. That Joe Aesthetics died as well. Yeah. Oh, mate. That, um, that like. I can't actually like, lie, that one kind of hurt. <laughs> that one was like, holy fucking shit. Bro, like, he was literally like... Hey, the whole time. fitness industry that week was fucked, because I don't know if you like follow Lex Little was, as well, was, but he, he posted like a I, video talking about his childhood, and he had like such a fucked childhood, and it's just like... Is it? But it's good, because in a way, I feel like the message is starting to go, like people are becoming more comfortable in talking about this yeah. kind of stuff, and I think it is... Well, did you see that? Did you see that quite a lot of bodybuilders posted that thing about men's mental health month? Yeah. Quite a lot of people with um, cycles did it. Like quite a lot of people was like, June is a mental health, men's mental health month, but I guess we'll never really know about that. The thing so, is, though, I swear, like I, I saw that post and I thought the same thing, but I swear, I swear that's like America. I swear, me, I swear, like, I don't know. I don't think it's in the UK. Yeah, I know, because I think... I because in the UK, so. it's not pushed that much. Okay. But I think they've just taken it on anyway. Like, I, I, I'm... Is it June? One second. Mental Health Month. One second. I swear it's not... Yeah, it's in November. November. Yeah, I, I did think it was towards the back end of the year. Like, don't get me wrong. But, um, he was probably just doing it because it was like a general trend. Um, yeah, quite a, lot before, of, like, quite a lot of English people did it. Yeah, because like, I saw it and I thought, I don't think that is for that. Um, no, I think it's just them trying to put it, put the message out there, like talk about how you're feeling, mate. It doesn't make you less of a man. Yeah, like but, but for anyone, like for anyone who's like, like Seabum, did you see the podcast he did with? Um... Bro, best podcast I've listened to in a fucking oh, long time. And he 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 hits the nail on the head where like about being a masculine, but also at yeah, the same time, like you can yeah. be a guy who wants to fuck shit up and like wants the yeah. best version of himself, but like don't fucking pity yourself because you're an emotional human like i brother yeah. I, I, I and i said this to my mate today and i'll happily say it on this podcast i cried my eyes out and i mean like i was sobbing like yeah. weeping because i read a poem from tiktok about um having breakfast with your siblings and when you yeah. grow up how little breakfasts you have left together and i was yeah like sobbing over oh, that. Yeah. bro like, i can't lie i see some things on tiktok and my heart that my throat gets numb and I'm like, oh. It was when I'm doing cardio as well. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, off, so I'm like, I swear, I swear. Oh, do you know what? I was just so funny to say about that when you're doing cardio. Oh. <laughs> on, on my last week with Tom, I was obviously I was on the Stairmaster and that. And I kept on seeing videos of people's last day with their dogs. Oh. I was in David Lloyd and I was, I texted Leanne, I was like, I'm actually going to fucking cry. And I was like, what the fuck? I see one earlier. Literally, that's so funny you say that. I saved one an hour ago. Yeah, they're so and brutal. Yo, homie, can we talk? Um, and it says swipe across in that. And, like, I've been going through it a little bit recently. Like, I've been putting some pressure on myself big time. And I saw this and I was like, oh, fuck, man. Mm. It was like, you've got to slow down, fam. You're stressing out over things that just aren't in your control anymore. You've got to stop overthinking, bro. 
we both know that it's affecting you more than ever. I know that you're in a lot of pain, but till you realise you've got to stop doing this to yourself, take care, bro. And I was like, it, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't fully resonate with like how I feel right now, but like I know the feeling that some people are going to watch that and be like really upset by it. And I was like, wow, I was like, that's heavy, man. Yeah. Like, I like, but you know what? I really, and this is where I find the positive and everything. I like the fact that we're both in touch with our emotions. I'm so grateful for it. Like, I am so, like, as much as, like, I honestly, I used to, I, yeah, growing up, I think I was, like, oh, showing, like, actually, that's a lie. Until, like, two years ago, I was, like, very, very, like, oh, like, I can't show my emotions and all this kind of stuff. But I think when I went through it, I was just, like, I owe myself a service to, like, be honest. Um, yeah. But, like, being able to feel that level of emotion and actually, like, especially within, like, you know, your friendships and being able to relate, like, if you cry with your friend over something which is like seriously deep, like that's a real like fucking connection because that mm. shows someone like how much you really like you mean to them, you know, yeah. like, like to break down in front of like, cause it shows like one, how much you care. You don't care how you're yeah. perceived in that moment, you know, cause like, you know, who wants to be seen crying? No, yeah. one. Like, no, no, one, no, one, no one wants to fucking cry. So if you're like in a public space and you know, that goes down, it's mm. just, yeah, I know this uh, episode has been a bit like unstructured, but I, yeah, I, but I you know what? I feel like it needs to be said, bro. It does. It does. It has to be said because you never know. Listen, we haven't got a massive audience on this, but you, I genuinely reckon anybody who listens to this, one, will be shocked about how we've spoke about ourselves and mm. been that honest because you don't get it from men often. But two, I think they'll be relieved to hear it. Yeah, it it does no, need to about more, and I feel like we've we've got a niche there where we're very open about kind of showing that you know side of things. Yeah, I, and I think it's our duty to genuinely speak up about it, and it's something I'm really trying to do with stories at the moment because I think I saw one of your stories the other week where you were like, "I'm not having a good day," but I'll just be, yeah, I'll be honest, I like, and I respected you so much for that, and I just like in the moment, I think I'm so used to kind of closing off, whereas I want yeah. to do that. Yeah. I've, I, do you know what? I know there's been some days recently where I haven't actually put it up. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I probably should have let people know that I didn't feel 100% today. But, like, I just think it opens up to people feeling like they can do the same. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I see people that I admire doing the same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know what? Fair play. Like, George Heaton, I love my two top people at the moment are I George Heaton guys. I need to follow him I don't even know where my phone is so I can't but... George Heaton's the guy who owns Represent oh shit and he posted up he was like I'm, he said I'm going to be comp he's a very very closed off guy he was like I'm going to be completely honest my workload at the moment is absolutely ridiculous I'm stressed up to my eyeballs and I don't know how to cope with it and I was like bro I was like that is bloody good to see man like and then like even like just people I follow are being a lot more open and I'm like I really respect that I really really respect it and it's good to see and long may it continue I think that's perfect perfect place to stop it mate I feel I, feel exactly. like I, couldn't, I couldn't have closed that off better if I tried yeah man that's good I really enjoyed that all right well um next week guys we will uh get a question box back this was a bit kind of spur of the moment getting back into it um, yeah, we'll get a, we'll get a we'll get a training episode done. We'll talk about we'll, we'll collate some questions 
and then mm. we'll we'll kind of give some we'll provide some education next week. All right, class. Sure.